0: Welcome to the Shifting Our Schools podcast, where we believe learning never stops. We create innovative and flexible professional development opportunities that support the current research and thinking in education today. This week's podcast episode aspires to set you up to take another step forward on your personal learning journey. Now here's your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to another episode of Shifting Schools. Thank you for finding time to have a listen today. This podcast is coming out in the time of year where either you are probably just starting your first week of a new school year, or you're headed back into your classroom to start setting up. I find it interesting how different parts of America have different starting days those of you overseas might not know that there isn't a common start date in the U.S. for schools. Some districts, primarily in the south of the country, start sometime in the last two weeks of August. While in the north, usually we start the 1st of September or so. Here in Washington State, most schools don't start until around the week of September 5th this year. So no matter where you are in North America, right now you're somewhere between starting to get routines in order for your students or starting to unpack your classroom for a new school year. Of course, If you are in Australia, which ranks second in countries that listen to our podcast, you're in the middle of term three of the school year. Thank you for listening and putting up with our beginning of the school year focus while you celebrate being halfway through your third term. Here at Shifting Schools, being North American based, of course, we're focused on the start. August 1st marked the sixth season of the podcast. And I don't know, maybe it's just because we're all teachers or former teachers that when you hit August, there just is this feeling that it's time to start focusing and planning again, which is why we have been focused on trying to support you in these first few weeks of the school year. If you haven't dropped by our free guides lately, Trisha has three new ones for you, four media literacy routines to start the school year, spotlighting soft skills, and magnifying metacognition. We've also decided to run free webinars streamed all over the web, talking about each of these free resources. We are also releasing those webinars as podcasts, which we need your feedback on. Do you like that? Do you not like that? It's tough. I know because we're talking about resources that are in the webinar. You can see in the video, but not in your podcast. So we need your feedback. Should we continue to do live webinars and release them as podcasts? If you want to see the recordings of those webinars, you can find them on our Twitter account at shifting schools or on YouTube. Of course, I'll make sure there are links to the two we've already done in the show notes of today's episode in case you want to go watch those video versions as well. And our third one is coming up on Wednesday, August 17th. So by the time you hear this, it'll be out there as well. We've also been working on other parts of the podcast. We're very honored that when you search for K-12 education in Apple Podcasts, we now are ranked the number four show, at least here in North America. We would love to know any listeners in other countries where you find us and how you listen to us. We're also now uploading our episodes to YouTube so you can listen to the episodes there. It's going to take us a bit to get the back catalog up there, but anything new can be listened to there as well. I'll put a link to the playlist where they will continue to appear if you would like to subscribe. Our hope is with this is that it might be easier for schools to use our podcasts or pieces of our podcasts in professional development trainings. So think about how you could use podcasts in your PD trainings via YouTube, or even how much easier this might be to share among colleagues and friends. Lastly, we've been started a Instagram and TikTok account for the podcast. You can follow them both on Shifting Schools Pod, regardless of the platform, that's Shifting Schools Pod, all one word. So P-O-D at the end of Shifting Schools, Shifting Schools Pod. Our hope is to give you snippets of podcast episodes and share some behind the scenes footage of our podcasts and working environment. So just like you in your classroom, we're busy setting up for another great season here on Shifting Schools. This being our sixth season in production, we're excited about the lineup of guests we have coming for you, the conversations to come, and the stories we get to hear and share with you. Of course, if you have something you would like to share, you're always welcome to shoot us an email at infoshiftingschools.com and tell your story. That's what Denise did in our August 1st episode. She reached out about this cool project and we were happy to share her learning and student learning with you all. So please reach out. We love highlighting our community in our shows. Today's episode with Dr. Matthew Courtney kicks off a three episode series we have for you around data literacy. Dr. Matt is the author of Exploratory Data Analysis in the Classroom and focuses on unlocking the potential hidden in your student data. Next week's episode is with Alan Hillary of datastories.cc, where we talk about the skill of teaching students how to create data stories. And finally, we will have Gabriella Marit discussing data visualization with students. We live in an age of data, data that changes our lives daily. If we are focused on preparing students for their future and not our past, then teaching them how to use data, tell data stories, and create data visualizations is a key skill and concept that will prepare them for college, career, and life. So let's kick off with Dr. Matt and unlocking the potential hidden in your student data. And with that, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. So excited to talk about data literacy today, uh, data with schools. Uh, I'm here with Dr. Matthew Courtney. Matthew, it's so great to have you on the podcast uh, talking a little bit about your new book, Exploratory Data Analysis in the Classroom and All Around Data Analysis in Education. So welcome to the podcast. Give us a little background of your educational journey as we jump in here today.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me today. Um, I started my career as an elementary music educator, um, and I loved every minute of that classroom time. But through that time, I, I saw some problems and some issues and some things that I wanted to try to tackle a little different. And so um, I left the classroom, entered the policy making space and the training and consulting space where I now work with schools all over the country on school improvement through data analysis and research use. Awesome.
0: Well, let's start off with your thoughts on why data literacy is important, and maybe your your one hundred and one primer on um, what is for folks need to learn about data uh, data literacy.
1: Yeah. I I think data literacy for teachers is so important. Um, And it's something that when I go and I talk to teachers, I get a lot of kind of eye rolls and frustration because unfortunately as a field, we're not real well trained in that, but yet we have this expectation to be making data driven decisions all the time. right? Um, So I think it's something we all can do a better job on and and really um, dig deep in our professional learning around data literacy. For me, data literacy is all about working smarter, not harder. Um, Think for a minute about like Google and Amazon and Facebook and all these big data companies, they're collecting data on you all the time and they're using it to sell you stuff and change your opinion and promote their ideas. Um, or change your behaviors. And we collect data on our kids all day, every day, whether we do that formally or informally. And I believe and I have seen in schools where if we can systemically gather that data, review that data, we can accelerate learning, we can save time for teachers, because they can make better, more targeted decisions that impact their kids. I love that, I love that.
0: Uh, in your new book, you set up to help educators make better data-driven decisions, and uh, you talk about that. And uh, the book is titled "Exploratory Data Analysis in the Classroom." And we'll make sure there's links to the book and everything else in the show notes. Uh, can you give us maybe one anecdote or insight into your book and how you hope this book uh, helps to empower educators? And really, is it is, are you are you kind of are you thinking educators in the classroom? Are you thinking school leaders, principals, or is it just mm-hmm. like this is for everybody?
1: Yeah, so exploratory data analysis in the classroom is for all educators at all levels. Exploratory data analysis is a way to look at data in a more conversational, casual, lower stakes kind of way. Mm. Um, It's a little different than when we kind of interrogate data and ask questions of it and look for answers. We're just kind of looking to see what's there. Um, And this is a technique I've been teaching schools for a couple of years. Um, I've seen it do amazing things. One of my favorite anecdotes um, of this technique in action came from... From dur- During the pandemic, And I was working with the school and they had a group of English learner students who were not logging into the learning management system. And they thought originally that the families and those kids just really didn't understand how to access the system because mm. there was a language barrier. Sure. But I walked them through an EDA process where we included address and phone numbers and some other data elements that we had on these kids. And what we found out is that the kids who weren't accessing the LMS all lived in the same little area. Um, and so all the kids who lived in that area, not just the English learners, were struggling to access. And what we had really was an internet connectivity problem. Right. And so through that quick analysis, I mean, it took us 15 or 20 minutes to do that. Um, they were able to save tons of money on the translations that they were going to pay to have done. They were able to actually solve the root cause of the problem. And so through this, we see things that we didn't know to look for. Um, and teachers at the classroom level, all the way to superintendents and people at central office and state education agencies can apply this to their data to come up with new insights about their learners. I love that. When it comes to data, what do you think is one of the biggest myths in education?
0: <laughs> I just love this. That <laughs> You love to debunk. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, The number one myth I want to debunk is that data analysis is all about state standardized testing. Uh Uh, That's what everybody always says to me. These kids aren't even in my school anymore, and we're spending time with that data. What I always tell educators is work with the data that works for you. If you're Mm. not a standardized test person, put that data on the shelf. Work with your teacher collected data that you're taking all the time. Expand your views of what data you have access to and what you can do and work with the data that works for you. I love that. Work with the data that works for you. What a
0: great title for this podcast episode. I think that's it right there. <laughs> love it. That's awesome. Uh, Matthew, if people want to reach out to you, find more about you, your book, your consulting business, how you can support
1: school, support students, uh, where should they go? Yeah, the best way to get a hold of me is through my website, www.matthewbcourtney.com. Awesome.
0: And we've got those in the show notes. We'll make sure we have links to the book and everything else as well. Matthew, thank you for spending some time with us today. Uh, Appreciate it. And uh, thank you for all the support you're doing to help educators
1: everywhere. Yeah. Thanks for having me and letting me elevate my message. We hope
0: you've enjoyed this episode of Shifting Our Schools. If you found this episode helpful or inspiring, please make sure to subscribe and leave the team a five-star rating. If you want to learn more about the Shifting Schools team or download our free resources, head over to shiftingschools.com to see what's on offer now. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week for another episode to keep rethinking the shifts our schools need.